Did you get my uh, par three video? Part a quick par three on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Couldn't resist. I had to start the podcast a little bit late. Beachwood Open was just calling my name. You know, prize money is uh, one free round of golf, so uh, big stakes in the line there. One free round, uh, which is huge, which is a huge deal. They're, they're comparing it to the Masters for prize pot. I did hear I did hear uh, some of the rumors about this uh, this new tournament, uh, comparing it to the Masters, um, in in the sense that uh, no women are allowed. But th- other than that, I'm pretty sure they have nothing to do. Not similar to the Masters at all. We we went over that. St- are, is that still a rule? The women yeah, are not allowed it's there? still a rule. We definitely we definitely had a notes on this uh, on this yeah. one time. It, like they're not allowed to be members. Well, even at the uh, try, I believe it's the Toronto Golf Club. Women aren't allowed to be members. Damn. Like you could, I'm sure women yeah. go alongside their husbands who are also members. Um, right. But yeah, uh, it, it might not be the Toronto Golf Club. It's one of the, I think there's two like hoity toity golf clubs here in the city. And I know at least at one of them, you can't do it. Because I, I had a friend who worked there That's for nuts. many years. That's I saw a good video. It is. I mean, I can't believe that's still a thing in Toronto. Like, that one's just kind of getting swept under a rug. People, people will cry out for every kind of injustice, but they're like, the golf courses, some things just have to stay the same. Well, I, I don't know if it's so much so uh, no one's crying out, but I, I feel like it's a nobody cares. Like, yeah, that's a good point, but if, I if mean, there's, there's so point, many things. If there's a point where it's like, I don't want, you know, it's not necessarily, uh, I mean, I guess it is certainly a hindrance, but is it hit, I, I'm sure the, the Toronto Golf Club membership there is probably like $25,000 a year. At least, you know? You think? I, 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 possibly, right? What do these What do these big golf clubs go for? These big, fancy golf clubs go for? I know, like, um, the one that's really nice around my area, it is going, it, when it was, like, cheap, it was, like, twenty grand a year. See, there you go, right? Like, yeah. is it necessarily a hindrance to not be able to, like, not be allowed to pay $25,000 to go to a golf and country club like I, I yeah. th- there's other injustices I think larger than larger than that one no this is the this is the one that I need to see brought up at the next election Doug Doug question Dougie Dougie well, how do you how do you how, Doug yes over here um on the par nine oh, uh, uh, women aren't allowed yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Doug Ford is probably a member of uh, of the Toronto Golf Club. I'm sure, or at least someone in the Ford family. Um, Robbie, I think they have a fortune from. It, they have some side business that keeps them like very. I'll call it very afloat. I think it's maybe real estate. Someone was telling me about this the other day. Yeah, it sounds right. There's you know possibly yeah. just like a real estate developer family people. I've I've ran into both Doug and Rob. I saw Rob at a baseball game and I couldn't physically believe how large he was. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Doug came to my office and did a speech. The old my friends, we are flattening the curve. Yeah, I do. You you've definitely told the story of uh, of Dougie. I don't think I've heard the story about uh, Rob. Yeah, you just, I was just at a baseball and, game. And similar to me, when I saw Brock Lesnar and I couldn't believe how large he was, you had a very similar. Feel, thing you just couldn't believe a person was that large, but for different reasons. Like, 
it looked like it, there was someone pumping like it was like a balloon that you're like i think that's gonna pop <laughs> like he looked swollen Rob, Rob, like someone was just injecting juice into him. Was like, Rob like, Ford, the first swole. He was swole yeah. before anyone was swole. Yeah, in a bad way. Like it looked painful. Like that, you know that vein that goes between your eyebrows up to your forehead. Yeah, I, like I could see his heartbeat in that. Um, and and this was this was certainly around the time for him. Uh, I, I remember he he got um. Uh, our friends over at Guinness paid him a record, uh, gave him a record um, for Guinness. For, yeah, our friends over at Guinness uh, and the world record holders. Oh, that Guinness! I thought you meant the beer Guinness. Why would we ever talk about? No, it's always I been about Guinness. It's always hey, been it's, about it Guinness. It was St. Patrick's Day this week, so Guinness is on my mind. Even though I would never drink that. Yeah, shit. why would you do? There's a there's like a paintball in it for some reason, and no one's ever told me why. And every time I hear the reason why, I say to myself. Not a good enough excuse. <laughs> um, or, uh, anyway, uh, Guinness. Of course, of course. Yeah, Rob Ford, uh, fattest crackhead. Um, no way. I'm sure. Possibly. Possibly the heaviest crackhead. I, I crack guess crackheads are pretty skinny. Isn't typically. that the you know like the, the you know they're 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 skinny. It's the Hollywood diet. It's the uh, exactly. Um, it, refined cocaine. Yeah. Shed 15 with this quick and easy program that the doctors don't want to tell the you about. The doctors don't want to tell you about. It's crack. Yeah. What, what's up with every website on the bottom having a picture of apple cider vinegar and being like, one shot a day, every day makes this person 212. Yeah. And apple cider vinegar. It's the, uh, you watch, some people like to wash their hair with it. Some people really? like to, I did that for a long time. Yeah. Not a long time, but like two years maybe. So instead of soap, you just use apple cider vinegar? And uh, baking powder. So what does it... Just gets the grease out? Kind of. I think it's the... Yeah. Like, it doesn't sud... You know, because I think in in store-bought... Uh, let me, let me uh, hop off of my vegan bicycle for a second and tell you that um, a, a lot of the uh, shampoos and conditioners you buy at the grocery... At the store or whatever, you know, they have fake smells in them, right? Uh, you say fake smells? Yeah, like, you know, like artificial scents, right? Because you want to yeah. smell something fresh in the shower or whatever. But also, sure. like, uh, the suds are also an additive thing. Um, the, you know, through various market researches, the shampoo people, big shampoo, shout out. Uh, I'm a part of the big family now, of course. I uh, work closely with big shampoo. Um, they, they add chemicals that make suds because to the to the human's perception, if there's I'm a big sud guy, big sud guy, right? Because it big makes you feel guy. like it's working. If there were no yeah. suds, you wouldn't feel like it was working. You ever uh, have a soap in your hands and it doesn't sud? You're like, you're like, this is what useless? just happened? Exactly. So the apple yeah. cider vinegar and baking powder thing. Sorry, baking soda. Sorry, not baking powder. Um, uh, it, it, it simulates what shampoo does just without the suds and without the scents. So, did you uh, notice a difference in your hair after doing it like that, or was it just something to try? I think it was something to try. I didn't really care enough, I don't think, to really be like, oh, yeah. But I shampoo. You weren't you weren't preaching it to everybody. You no. Like anytime I was like, oh my head's itchy. Like funny thing you mentioned hair because I've been doing this for two years now and my hair is great. Yeah, it, it was more like uh, you know it, I was in I was in university and too cheap to buy shampoo and my roommates and my roommates were doing there it. Is. 
So I was like, sure, why not? Let's split a liter jug of apple cider vinegar. I feel like apple cider vinegar is expensive, though. This is a dollar for shampoo. I don't shampoo. remember. You think I remember how much I was spending on things seven years ago, almost ten, like yeah. ten years ago? I ran into a German the other day, uh, he, and he was on our work. You've been running like, into a I, lot of people lately. I run into a lot of people, <laughs> um, and he was telling us that he has tracked every dollar he's ever spent for the last fifteen years, and he can tell you exactly how much he spent on. Any categories like ask me how much I spent on gasoline. I will tell you exactly for the last 15 years I'm like did, did he phrase this as in like ask me right now and I will tell you right now or if you ask me I could Look at the documents and give you a succinct answer uh, the Language is a little bit broken between us, so it could have been either so I wasn't sure how to respond right because yeah Because I was expecting you to be just be like okay ready ready Flan- how much flannel shirts yeah. And then he Final just shirts. like 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 Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man just tweaks out for a second and goes like three hundred and seventy two dollars ninety one cents ninety one uh, cents but there was a coupon at ninety six you know that that kind of you know like that kind of thing um, yeah, th- yeah that's crazy I, I I don't know if I could track uh, that specifically but hey um, I'm sure this guy's crushing it right now. Yeah, I imagine he's doing well financially, but stress of the gills because he's like, where's my money? Wait, actually, that doesn't, to me, imply that he's good with his money. Just, like, picture your life, but you just kept track of every dollar and cent. Like, just because you're keeping track doesn't mean you're saving necessarily. Like, I could keep track of all the money I spend, but then... Yeah, but they (laughs) they normally go hand in hand, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not really like he's tracking all his money. It turns out every month he is spending seven thousand more dollars that comes in. Like <laughs> yeah, it, he, it's I, just I, I, most I'm, of the time people don't know they're overspending until they see that their bank statements are just bloop. It's like yeah, I, I'm keeping great track of my money. That's how I can tell you I've spent four hundred fifty dollars at the bar this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we have a friend who is uh, she is finally moving out of the her parents' place. And into a place all by herself, live with her parents for the last like, you know, life. Lifetime. Like close to <laughs> life. Yeah, <laughs> close to thirty now, and I think it's gonna be very quick to realize like, oh, I can't drop four hundred dollars at a bar in a week anymore. Like that's gonna be the instant, you know, that first two months of um, seeing what it's like to be like, oh shit, groceries are expensive. I can't spend this on really dumb stuff all the time. It's gonna really kick her in the ass. We went to uh we went to a bar just last night and it was close to a place that I looked at to rent before. Uh and this was like 3 years ago, at least 3 years ago. Um and it was $2000 each. So it would have been two of us paying $1000 each like all included. And at the time that was right when rental properties were just hovering at the under $1000 like under yeah, two thousand, well, a thousand dollars, kind of each or whatever, yeah, or two thousand yeah. for two thousand for a two room, and we looked at each other. We're like, ah, oh, that's that's a little too much. Yeah. Uh, but now that spot for two grand, hell yes, like that that place was a that place was a steal in hindsight. Yeah, uh, you gotta love you know, a the landlord who doesn't there. know their value. No, it was it was what the value was and where it was yeah. going, and hell yeah, I'd pay two grand uh, for that spot right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the same thing with houses every day. I'm like, oh, I saw a house out there it was eighty eight hundred thousand dollars, and I was like, that's a little high. And now that's worth four million dollars. 
I'm like, I'll never own a house. But isn't that just the millennial dream? The millennial dream. That's the title of the episode. Uh, so that means uh, let's kick it. Kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 two um, well, I'm not sad anymore because I'm Cam LeClaire and I'm the co-host of this show with my best friend and co-host Cameron Osborne. Cam, how are we doing today? That's me over beautiful here. Beautiful Sunday. Beautiful. Uh, the, the weather is finally turning. You're listening to episode oh my God. 111. Wow. The triple ones. I said that uh, very quickly and then realized I might be wrong. So I think you are. I think it's 110. Uh, I feel like we would have hit that already, but if not, we'll cover that next week's notes. We don't look. <laughs> we're, we 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 don't look. We don't live check us here. But you're right, Cam. It's a beautiful day. You got out to uh, uh, working on your par three, working on your short game. I didn't really yep. spend too much time outside today, but that's what? O- that's okay. That's okay though. Why not? Um, did brunch this morning and then did gym, and I was just kind of like in a clean the house read mood. I read, so I like shit like that. I was doing stuff. Yeah, but uh, busy. I was keeping busy. The windows were open. You know the nice airflow. Oh, it was best. nice. To, it was great to have the. Uh, I just did a full clean. The other day too, so it's kind of it's all coming nice. hand in hand. The well, you just moved turning. in, so you don't have that like spring clean where it's what has accumulated in this house for a year now that I don't know of. Oh, I'm always thinking about that. It's actually uh, one of the ways I get to bed at night is uh, if I'm lying in bed, I start thinking about what could I get rid of in this house, and I really? swear it puts me to sleep in seconds. You gotta try it. You gotta try it. It's kind of it's it's my it's my own counting sheep. Uh, wow. It just goes down. Just think like, you know what? We have those curtains that we said we were gonna try out but never did, and they don't fit the window. Next thing you know, you're fucking gone. You're, it's the morning next time. <laughs> or you're waking up for your midnight poo or whatever whatever you do. Who poos at midnight? <laughs> I'm sure they're... <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh, my God. It, do you poo <laughs> in the middle of the night? Let us know. I don't think uh, I poop uh, past 8 o'clock at night <laughs> let, ever. Let us know. Like, TwoSeasonPod at gmail.com. Um, have you ever pooped in the middle of the night? And if so... That, oh, man. Uh, imagine waking up with it. like a hot sweat. You wake up. You're like, oh, no. Oh no! Uh, well, I was telling God, Je- I that was, must be painful. I, I was telling Jess, I've been t- I, I, the weirdest thing happened to me this morning, uh, which I gotta say, you know the feeling uh, that, like, the feeling right after you poo, you're kind of your bowels and your butt and your and and you know all the muscles involved has a very relaxed feel to it. Does that yeah. make sense to me? Oh I, yeah. I woke up with that feeling, 
Uh-oh. And uh, uh, honestly, just kind of came in to like wake me up or something. We were, you know, I was sleeping in a little bit. We were going out to brunch shortly. And I, I just kind of like, I feel like I pooed. I, I, I don't know. I, it was the first words that came out of my mouth, like a, you know, a fresh faced youngster. And yeah, I didn't. And I did. Did you check? I had. What, what else was I going to do? I, I had to kind of. I don't know. Do you I, just have full comments? You're like pat, impossible. I kind of had to pat around down there. I was like, it feels like I pooed. Do you ever um, sweat a lot in the middle of the night and then you wake up, you're like, did I piss myself or am I just really sweaty? Um, uh, no, but I, I do sweat in the middle of the night too. Uh, so I was just getting nervous because I'm like, I've never really peed in the bed. Uh, probably, that, yeah, I, I don't even remember the last. It would have been, I don't think I, probably when I was like a baby. But uh, I, have, I don't know, just sweating a lot scares me. I, uh, I have same thing, but um, with a wet dream. My, the only wet dream I ever had, I thought I pissed the bed, and I was like 13, and I was like embarrassed, and I was like, Ugh. and then it uh, turns out it wasn't pissed. <laughs> so, uh, so there you have it. Yeah, that's a fun one to tell your parents. Like, but oh, I didn't tell. It, I, I didn't tell anyone. Of course, that secret goes to the grave. Well, I guess not now because yeah. I've said it live on the air. Uh, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead in the podcast. Okay. Um, because it's episode one eleven, possibly. Uh, so let's or one oh nine or ten or somewhere in the middle. Um, it's the spring. It's the it's the spring episode. The spring. The spring extravaganza. Spring extravaganza. Right of course. Uh, it might not be spring for a few for like another month, but here on the podcast. What do you mean? It's the first day of spring is literally today. Really. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't have a. I don't have the Gregorian calendar on unlock here i just got do you, Google. do you have a phone <laughs> no uh so uh let's get into the show cam okay check let's get into the <laughs> yeah we just check our levels real quick uh let's get into the show uh with uh looking at some things from last week uh because we got some notes notes we got some notes we got some notes 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 we got some notes all righty let's hear the amendments two uh, of the documents Yep, uh, bring up the documents here. We have uh, Summer 22 Olympics. We were talking about these. I guess, you know, they're on the horizon. It's not going to feel like, you know, we got to get three Olympics in a very short period of time. Uh, oh, they're coming this summer? Yeah. No, uh, no Summer 2024. Yeah, yeah not this oh, okay. summer. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Paris, Paris, France. That's where it is. So uh, get your tickets now, Cam. That was about you it. get tickets? I'm sure. You, yeah. How else would you go? You don't just don't show know, up. You live there. <laughs> you just live you there. Uh, we were talking about Doritos collisions chips. Uh, we were talking about the two flavors in one bag. Of course, you may not remember. They were put out in 2007. Now, the flavor that I was thinking of was the hot wings and blue cheese. You could also get yourself. Uh, here are the other flavor combinations of Dorito dust, essentially. Uh, Zesty Taco and Chipotle Ranch. We got habanero guacamole. We have cheesy enchilada and sour cream. And then pizza cravers and ranch. Pizza cravers and ranch? Yeah, I'm going to say that one's kind of tastes like a pizza slice. Like more like, you know, kind of like a pizza sauce type thing. Uh, and I'm just wondering why they call that pizza cravers, not just pizza. <sighs> Maybe pizza's copyrighted by someone. Maybe someone has that word locked down. Yeah, that'd be unfortunate. Uh, What's up with the, the big game? Oh, yeah, I'll continue with your notes. No, please. What was your question? Um, remember how, like, two years ago, they're like, 
We have to stop saying the Super Bowl trademark. We all call it the big game now. What's up with that? Who like, I, I I don't remember this at all. There was a a copyright battle over something like that. Yeah. So like that's why um, Lay's or like whoever's advertising like get ready for. The big game, and you're like, you mean the Super Bowl? Like, we're not saying that. We're just saying this Sunday is a big game. <laughs> I feel I I no, I've never heard that. I feel like that makes sense. Um, I feel like I've heard something else similar to that, not about the Super Bowl, but something that is a brand name that everybody knows. So other groups just say a different yeah. I wish I could remember what I was thinking about. But yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, well, I bet it's, uh, okay, here's my logic train. Um, Pepsi does the Super Bowl halftime show. Pepsi is like this, you know, the the drink sponsor for them. Uh, Lay's is owned by Coke. So Coke doesn't want to say the Super Bowl because Pepsi does the Super Bowl. So they just say the big game. You might be onto something there, but I think I it's like not only something. Lay saying it. It might be like... Um, oh, well, everyone's owned by like six people, right? So if you're not one of those six people... Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and uh, Justin Trudeau. And Logan, Logan Paul. And Logan Paul, new, newest member newest of the, member uh, of the Illuminati. Ownership, the ownership <laughs> club. Of course. I mean, you know, the man's got a match at WrestleMania. Of course. Uh, Did he? Yeah, he's got one. Yeah, well, it's in, what, two weeks now? But yeah. I don't know. And that's the same. So you're t- you're telling me the uh, WrestleMania is the same weekend as the Masters. Uh, was it the August or sorry April second, April third? I think that's. I think the, so. Yeah. And I guess so. Yeah. Well, you could you watch the Masters in the day, WrestleMania at night. Wow. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Masters April eighth to eleventh. Okay, so, so the, the one week the weekend apart. the week after. But still, you can watch your golf in the day. And then come uh, 7 p.m., get the get some pre-show action uh, for WrestleMania. There was a great UFC card on this weekend, and it was in London at the O2 Stadium. Masks were not never saw one in my life. Um, uh, well, if you're li- if you're listening to this in Southern Ontario, the uh, you don't have to wear Mask one ever. Gone. Yeah, I can fi- I can finally drink my coffee uh, on the subway without every. F- 14 fucking seconds going like down sip up down sip yeah up. how i was thinking about this as a man with glasses did you find there was a specific mask that worked just best for you so you didn't get the fog um no not really do they just all fog up for fog i don't think so you just kind of suck no. it up you just kind of suck it up eventually like accept that it fogs or carry around a glasses case on you so if you're in that kind of situation you can just kind of take them off let them warm up and then go back or whatever Mm. yeah because i mean i would always find if i was wearing sunglasses and i stepped inside with the sunglasses um i mean it's a good reminder that you still have sunglasses on and then you're inside "Hmm." a canadian tire yeah yeah, trying to find hats. Haste, yeah. Hastily looking for uh, <laughs> new pair of jeans for a hat that has a gasoline company on it, <laughs> yeah, a Sunoco hat or something. Oh, speaking of a ga- uh, uh, gasoline, uh, but, 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 uh, we'll we'll talk about gasoline in one second. We have one more note okay. to cover. I have to say, we were talking about the Magic School Bus uh, last week, Cam, and you were bringing up the episode where they shrink down and go into somebody's body. 
Yes. Okay, so uh, you were right. That was the plot of the episode. However, I was right. Uh, they do go into Arnold's body after he tries to break the school's like cheese ball eating record. Uh, so we, we, we're, we're sharing, we're sharing the one on that one. That was all episode two of the entire series. And you and I both, wow. uh, kind of keyed in on it. That's incredible. Um, speaking of dirty old cheese, uh, I was out walking Darley yesterday and then next thing you know, she scoops something up in her mouth that just, I don't know what it is. And I immediately can't get it out. I'm like, well, you already swallowed it. And then I see like two feet down a plastic wrapper and then another foot down is a piece of craft singles that is so old that it is purple and green. And craft singles don't go bad. Famously so, last forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how long that was there. Needless to say, her poops today were just water. Um, couldn't get that thought in my mind of just seeing that color on a craft single. So do we think, think that it do we think that the craft single was purple and green because it was moldy or was the craft single a part of a hamburger where someone had mixed both the purple and green ketchup if you remember that, I uh, do remember that onto yeah. it and then immediately threw it out because it was disgusting. <laughs> No, I don't think it, it looked like birthday cake speckles on the top. Ooh, which was just like, mold speckles. Oh man, yeah. it was t- even thinking about it is painful right now. Sounds but she good. seems fine. I thought she was gonna puke and vomit all night, but uh, she was fine. I guess dog stomachs are just a little bit stronger than our baby stomachs. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Uh, one thing, you know, they're eating grass all day. I feel like you know, if I ate grass all day and shit like that, I'd vomit way quicker. Yeah. Our, so uh, one of the neighbor's dogs came over and it grabbed one of Darla's ropes, like just a tug rope, and ran away with it. And we're like, ah, it's fine. It's just a rope. It's it's literally built so dogs can chew on it. Next thing you know, rope's gone. Dog ate the rope. A and dog and ate the rope? Dog ate the rope. Yeah, Jesus. it was half the rope was gone. And then she, the owner was so mad. Not at me. She was like... Why can't I just fucking just have a normal dog? Like, why I just have to eat everything? So wow. Then they went to the vet and then had to get it um, like stomach pumped or something. No, it induced vomiting. Uh, like, it wasn't that deep Jesus. in the system. So, but that's like you know, two hundred bucks, right? And just ugh. apparently, um, one way if you know if if you're on a tight budget and you got a dog that swallowed something that you want to get it out, pour hydrogen peroxide down its throat and it will vomit whatever's in its stomach. Jesus Christ. There's, I guess, well, there's your fun fact uh, to end the episode. Poison your dog. Yeah. If Hey, is your dog poisoned? Poison a little bit more. I apparently it doesn't poison him. It just, I think you and I could both take it and we would vomit. Um... I, but it won't kill you. Okay, that sounds fun. We save that. Let's let's save that for the bachelor party. Uh, you and I both take a shot of hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. And then nothing bad can ev- happen. Everybody then. to kick off the weekend. Everyone takes a big shot of hydrogen peroxide. A yeah. big puke. So so clear then, out your stomach so and then, then take a real shot. Exactly. So the next four days is we just puked and now we rally. It's a four-day wow. rally. Uh, speaking of shots, I had a shot last night. Yeah, I went out last night for a surprise, a surprise birthday slash goodbye party, um, and I had a shot. I had a liquid cocaine shot for the first time since like second year university at Dallas nightclub in downtown. That one's Kitchener. like cinnamon and I don't know, it's cinnamony, isn't it? No, is it not? No, it's uh, Jagermeister and Golschlager. Yeah, Goldslager has like cinnamon taste to it. Oh, really? 
I, I, I don't taste it, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. It was great. It was great. Dude, did you know Goldslogger has gold in it and it rips your throat apart and that's when you get more drunk? It's true. Yeah, I had one shot and immediately said to myself, I should be doing these more often. I, oh, uh, really? That's the thought you had. It was great. Yeah, I, I hadn't had one in uh, in like a long, long time. And I'm like, I'm going to buy Goldslogger and Jägermeister and now we're going to do this. <laughs> okay. See, I had the opposite experience last time I took a shot because I had... And you know, I feel like you don't take. I feel like you're not a shots guy, though. Not really, no. Yeah, like I, it, throughout the course of an evening or something. If some, you know, you you're not one to say like shot of whiskey. Like, okay, yeah, let's go for it. I'll say yes, but I'm not going to be the guy pumping it up. Right. And the last time I was out drinking at that cabin, I was drinking beer all day, and then amaretto came out with coffee. And some, uh, what do you call it? And I had a cup of wine and a uh, Southern Comfort. And I hadn't been hung over like that for two days, maybe in 10 years. That's a it lot. Of, that's a lot of mixing. That sounds like a so lot of mixing. So that's the thing yeah. is I'm, I'm kind of blaming the hard alcohol, but really it's, Cam, why are you mixing up four different types of alcohols in one night and expecting good results? Like nothing good has ever come or came from like heavy drinking four different types of booze. Yeah, so two. I, you get I mean, two. You get one to drink and one to shoot. That's what you get. Yeah. You want it to be so, beer beer and whiskey, vodka and tequila, it doesn't matter. You get it's a one to one trade off. I think I think you can do one glass of wine at dinner and be safe if you keep everything else consistent. <laughs> and of course, a nice glass of Pinot Grigio at <laughs> at dinner. And yeah, then that's, right back to bush lights. I think that's the play. I think I think you're safe with that. I mean, I had seltzers all last night. Uh, Jeremy came up from out of town, and then uh, I felt pretty good this morning. Watched the F1 race. Uh, got out to the golf course, which is not a real golf course, just a yard that I found. Um, went out for dim sum. Like I was moving today, moving and grooving. Yeah, you were. So, you're moving all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's see. I already got thirteen thousand steps today. So think wow. about that. Wow, think, yeah. about, think about that next time your your uh, Netflix is auto playing the next episode. Yeah, of the show you've watched four times, and and that you hate. Yeah, I made it. So for Lent this year, I made a um, I guess I call it a sacrifice. What do you want? I, I decided to challenge myself that I would not. The classic Lent yeah. sacrifice. I don't, I don't know. What do you call it? Like what, you uh, give up something for Lent, right? What do you call it? Yeah, I think I guess the thing you give up, maybe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I sacrificed. Um, I said no television or YouTube before 10 a.m. in the morning, because I'm always up early in the morning. Um, I'm gonna turn that off. Uh, I'm always up super early in the morning, and I found that I was just often sitting watching things for like you know 40 minutes in the morning i'm like the better use of my time like what am i doing in the mornings so i thought it'd be hard at first turns out it's really fucking easy yeah you just find other things to do you just find other things to do i would say that's the easy yeah. part i say that's the easiest part yeah <laughs> so now i go on like a 40 minute walk in the morning with the pup read in the morning um i mean yeah it's a lot easier than I thought to give something up like that. I what I wanted to do and which I thought I was going to do, but just got caught up not doing it was giving up my phone on Sundays, so no phone Sundays. Um, but yeah, the I just forgot most times, and then it's harder than I thought because yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, that has implications of not being able to communicate with people. And Cam, it's weekends are when you do stuff. 
You know, yeah. if you're going to hang out with Connor on Sunday and you're like, hey, so let's meet at this place. I won't have my phone on me. <laughs> it's just like, what? Just bring your phone. No, I can't, bro. I'm doing no phone Sundays. No phone Sundays. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think it's I've done it before. Where I just go without a phone for like a week or two. It's easier than you think, because when you need to get something done, you're like, OK, I'll just go on my laptop quick and be like, hey, I'm going to be here at two o'clock. And then you're just kind of stick with your word. Like it makes you accountable. You can't be like, hey, I'm running five minutes late. Like start without me. It's like, no, I kind of have to be there for two o'clock because that's a good point. Yeah, it's going to it's going to set yourself to a uh, a higher standard, maybe. Yeah. And also, but the one thing I did find was directions that I remember that being tricky. When you're going, I just can't, I don't know where to go. Yeah, and then if you, you kind of have to guess. And if you don't know where to go. I, I, I just like to try the, um, like, look at the, look at Google Maps once. Like, once I leave the house, I don't want to look at Google Maps. Like, I'm looking at before I leave my house. I'm like, that's the number. And as long as you know which side is north, south, east, and west, you'll know what side of the street yeah. the, uh, the number's on, you know. Keep, but keep that's those, the thing in Toronto. It's synaps- all grid system. Keep those synapses firing. Yeah, it is good to do that. In Kitchener, it's n- damn near impossible to know where you are. Oh yeah, time. well, it just kind of winds itself like a like a like a sexy snake. Mm-hmm. You you hit four roundabouts and you're not sure which way's up anymore. <laughs> and Cam, you famously got stuck in a roundabout for upwards of. <laughs> Four to six hours. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, time flies when you're stuck in a round. Yeah, about. it was actually one of the first times where you called nine one one and you got Shannon and you said, "Hey, <laughs> I'm stuck in a roundabout." And it. Uh, how, do, how do I get out of these? She things? was able to kind of like you know um, push that one up the flagpole. Uh, I mean, the the roundabout is a very effective way to know if someone's following you or not, though. Just do a little double loop. Now you know. I don't think I've ever. I've never done a loop in a roundabout. I don't think I've ever oh, missed my exit. Oh, I didn't ever miss it. One time Jeremy was following me in his car and I had Dan in my car and I did a couple double loops just to throw him off. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, that's it's a classic that, That's move. fun, dangerous, and fun. Uh, I think. Uh, no, it is safe. I mean, because you're in the inside lane so you can just keep rounding about and there's no really danger to it. But then again, roundabouts do have a lot of accidents in them because people, <laughs> because people, people like to cut across the lanes. People fucking use them. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, fuck this place. They're like, fuck your stoplights. They're stupid. We're talking action. We're talking, <sighs> uh, we're talking on the roads. Uh, let's get into uh, our next segment. Let's get into a little, let's get into a little slice of ice. on the beach and it's really hot I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada Miami Vice is a slice of ice My Miami Vice is a slice of ice Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars Say hello to my little friend Miami Vice is a slice of ice My Miami Vice is a slice of ice Yes um, Vice is nice My favorite show Vice is nice because every single week we, we recap the adventures of Sonny Crockett and his partner Tubbs C and T. I'm still going with C and T. Um, as they uh, try to take down um, my, the the Miami drug scene, I guess they're cops. They're vice cops. We know the deal. Uh, we also know the deal. We have five minutes to recap the episode. Cam, uh, we're looking at episode four this week. Cool running. Yep. Cam, you are kicking off uh, the episode this week, uh, so I'll take your lead. All right, in three, two. 
one and it is 5 a.m where sunny and tubs are in their van doing some surveillance work until they see a drug deal going down where suddenly some dudes are gunned down and the chase is then on they chase in their van and ram the van that they are in pursuit of until it kicks the back door open spraying them with machine gun fire tubs makes some evasive maneuvers but ends up smashing into a bulldozer after uh, evading some bullets and letting the bad guys get away the next day the chief comes in to tell them that they need to let off this case but they're such good cops but damn you guys need to take a break uh, back at the ports Tubbs and Sonny are having a party with all his cop friends and talking some shop they end up making a bet that they can bust more perks than their teammates by the end of the month we cut scenes and we're at an undercover bus where uh, we realize that we learned that we're after a man named Desmond Maxwell this is a sting that they are at in the garage where a man comes in to sell some stolen goods um, as the sting is going. But the man then, or the cops then bust him and tell him that they have to bring him into the shop because he's stolen stolen shit. At the shop, the petty thief Lamont is his name, starts squealing, saying that he knows Desmond and that he specifically set up the shooting that took place earlier. Lamont lets them know that Desmond plays dominoes every Tuesday at a certain bar and brings him to this seedy location. Out of the blue, Lamont says that uh, he sees Desmond's main man and runs over to go see him until he sneaks, sneaks out the back door and then the boys catch him, kind of give him a little beat down and throw him back in jail. It turns out that Lamont actually has no idea who Desmond is and just stole some files from the uh, police station and heard some stuff on the radio and that's why he knew the name. We cut and it's Sonny and his ex-wife Caroline at a diner with a lawyer where she lets him know that she's moving out of town with Billy, his son, and they, uh, will, while they will split custody, it'll be much more difficult for him to see her because she'll be in a different state. He storms off from the restaurant, but the maitre d' at the restaurant stops him to say that Tubbs is on the phone line for him. Cam, go ahead. Tubbs is on the phone. He got the call that there's been a murder and it was the young detectives from earlier. So we arrive at the scene where we see one of the young detectives hat uh, beside a body bag. Apparently it was just supposed to be a simple job, but turns out they were taken out by the same machine pistols from earlier. There was an audio recorder that was left behind. Uh, so we go back to the station to listen to the tape. They can hear the deal going down and the murder taking place, but um, it seems like kids uh, these young guys jumped the gun literally making the arrest possibly they were being cocky because of the bet that they had earlier with Crockett and Tubbs but in their dying words they were able to give us a description so the audio guy shout out to the audio guy going back to try to isolate the voice so we can hear it better uh, they also hear back that Desmond has dumped time before in Atlanta but his cellmate was none other than I thought his name was Noogie I don't know where uh, who Lamont is. Uh, so oh, I heard Lamont. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Lamont is Noogie. So now we're off to pay Noogie a visit in prison. We get info from him. Uh, we get the info from Noogie by implying that we'll have a large criminal sexually assault him. So he agrees to set up a meeting between us and Desmond. So the boys are off to a Jamaican club. Desmond arrives and Tubbs throws on a great Jamaican accent to convince them. Crockett tells Desmond that they have 300000 in cash and will be at this address until midnight. Crock Crockett Crock has been playing pretty fast and loose with the safety of those around him, especially in light of recent events. We get a call that the homicide unit has found the shooters who killed the detectives. So we're going back. We're ditching the deal so we can check out the interrogation. Crockett freaks out at the interrogating officer for beating up the suspects turns out that they were wrong the suspects were actually Haitian that's right we have to have the wrong guys 
The sound guy comes back and lets us know that he fixed the audio recording that he found at the scene. So Crockett and Tubbs hop in a car and listen to the tape because a convertible is the best place to hear specific information uh, coming from the stereo. The tape reveals that we're actually looking for a red car, which confirms that we have the wrong guys. We call up Noogie to warn him about what might be happening, but it turns out that Desmond's crew has already reached him. So now we're back at the police station debriefing um, our plan of action. Crockett is not happy with the tactical unit's plan to just rush in because he thinks it put Noogie's safety at risk. Uh, so we're going to go in a little more stealth with the plan. There's a knock at Noogie's door, and it's Crockett walking in. He's pretending uh, that he still wants the drugs. Crockett tells the henchman that the money's in the car. Crockett and the henchman walk into the car, open the trunk. Tubbs is in the trunk, tasers him out. The Jamaicans look out the window, see Crockett coming back in with a disguised Tubbs. Crockett, flashback, young cops. Uh, we bust down the door. Bullets are spraying all over the place. Noogie gets hit in the arm. Uh, the bust is made. Snipers take out the bad guys and that's okay Time. because he's got... I don't know. I know. I, I got there. I got there. I got there. All right. Oh, just, just roll I got by the cedar pants there. I got there. I really missed, you know, honestly, the last, the last 30 seconds of this episode was the biggest reveal. So, uh, uh, you might have to watch the episode, folks, if you want that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. Classic Lamont. Yeah, yeah I one. heard Noogie, and then in all my notes, I had to change. It. I'm like, I I think this guy's name's fucking Noogie. I mean, Maybe yeah, I I just heard Lamont at one point. Did it all for the Noogie? That. Maybe it was Lamont Noogie. Yeah, Noogie was Noogie. a good character though. He was a fun one who just liked yelling things and being like, ah, what's up? Oh, but next a, time you know, ah, very. It was, I love an over the top character. Um. Yeah. So that was that was a fun episode. Tune in next week to see what happens next with the Miami Vice crew. This is great. All right. This is great. We may have to actually do a special episode. I'm like. I mean, we're only four episodes into this. Um. I'm liking this so much, Cam. I think we might have to do a special movie review episode of the. The movie looks great. The the movie with uh, uh Colin Farrell and Jamie Fox. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer for that. I'm like, this looks so. Badass. I think I think at the end of this season, maybe we haven't done a movie review. I think since Shark Tale. No, and that was a good one. Because honestly, we kind of went out on top. I think yeah. um, old slobs remember the movie reviews was a big part of uh, the show. You know, we did uh, Batman, Con Air, um, uh, and then Shark Tale. I think that might have been yeah. it actually. We should have we should have done face off though. Never happened. We picked yeah. Con Air. So what? I think that was it. There might have been another one. Maybe. Anyway. Let us know. Um, Two season a pod at gmail.com. I'm Cameron Osborne. You're not signing off. No, no, but because uh, we got we got you some can more still games say your name. Right? No, you can't. Um all right, Cam, I got a headliner out tonight for you. We're gonna kick it in right into gear here. Wow, with another episode of, uh, or another edition of Headliner Asinine. Hey, 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 Headline, 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 or Asinine. Where we uh, find the kookiest headlines on the internet and try and pitch them to each other to figure out what is a headline and what is Asinine. Cam, Headliner Asinine, Little Wayne admits he has never finished a book. Little Wayne. Is that what you said? Little. Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Wayne. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that probably wouldn't surprise. Well, I mean, no. 
everyone's finished a book, right? Even if you didn't remember, you know, I did I read Hop on Pop? Probably. Uh, did I finish it? Probably. Do I remember that I did? Definitely not. So it would be one of those like, I can say I haven't done something, but I probably have. I probably have, but you know, pre scissorp brain, you know, because the scissorp that's gonna hit that's gonna hit the dome pretty hard. You're probably, you know, Lil Wayne probably has a finite kind of like memory bank, where it's kind of like a 15 year chunk, where anything before that, you know, it just kind of gets lost because the guy does a lot of shit. He's on a lot of tracks, a lot of lyrics to remember, and a lot of tattoos to uh, want. Um, I'd be excited to hear the story. I think I'm gonna say that this one's asinine. This one is asinine. He's a well-educated man. Of course he's read a book. Well-educated. Harvard grad, I heard. Harvard grad. Yeah. Two PhDs. Okay, here we go, Cam. Uh, headliner asinine. Uh, biotech company offers money to poop in Arizona. Uh, to poop in Arizona. Uh, biotech company offers money to poop in Arizona. I'm... I guess you're doing it in the toilets there to see how things are, to see why people from Arizona are just so fucking stupid. Uh, maybe it's in the water. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right, Arizona. Go that's fuck, right. Go I'm fucking go calling fuck you. Fuck yourself, Arizona. Your hockey team sucks. Your basketball team blows. And actually, your Diamondbacks. Actually, their basketball team is the best in the league. <laughs> fuck the fuck the Suns. Ever since Steve Nash left, you're nothing. Yeah, you're take nothing. that, Steve Nash. Yeah, I know. Take that, not Steve Nash. Oh, take that, take that. Yeah, that's yeah. right, Arizona. You got potted. Yeah, you suck. This one's um, when we diss you. Never mind. And your arena is not even close to the city. It's like from if if the arena was in Georgetown when your team plays it or Toronto. Yeah, Stupid. Talking Sticks. Take that, Talking yeah. Sticks Arena. That's it. Um. I'm, I'm assuming this is a 100% real headline because they're doing some study because the water is contaminated. Probably why they can't have any fucking good ice around there. That's a headline. <laughs> Cam, this was a headline here for you. This is a story from the Saris Therapeutics, which is open a new facility in Arizona Well, they were well, where they will pay for your poo. So Arizona fans, listen up. Donors can earn uh, from t- uh, $25 to $75 per sample. Upward uh, to a total uh, no more than $1,500 a month. They are looking for healthy adults aged 18 to 50 uh, who have regular... Now, this is important now. This is the fine print here. Regular bowel movements. They do not smoke. They are not pregnant. And they do not have a history of alcohol or drug abuse. Uh, (laughs) So I guess the rest of my... The rest of this could go one of two ways, Cam. You're going to have to guess. Either this is being done for uh, serious medical research or it's being done because some creep just wants a bunch of poo. Which one? I really hope it's the second one, but I'm betting on the first. (laughs) Betting on the first, hoping on the second, Cam. You're a betting man. The purpose of the collections are to help with future uh, developments in gastrointestinal infection and disorder research. Uh, For those of you wondering... uh, Why why are you making big air marks right now, Cam? (laughs) Future developments of <laughs> gastrointestinal infections and disorders. Uh, but for those of you wondering, or those of you outside the Arizona area, do not worry because Sarah's Therapeutics also has uh, um, facilities and offering compensation to those who qualify in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and Irvine, California. 
Beautiful. Um, that's a great way to make money if you need the income right now. I mean, I'd be 100% down for that. I mean, you know, because uh, being a part of like a drug, like a trial, that kind of thing. Uh, my roommate did one where, you know, it was like a weed. It was like a how does weed and booze affect driving type of trial. But that was like, you know, it was kind of like eight hours of his day, one day, you know, one day a week for five weeks or whatever. But this, I mean, imagine if you shit twice a day. You're making money. But maybe that's the joke there, right? Because nobody in Arizona uh, <laughs> doesn't smoke, is not pregnant, and does not have a history of alcohol or drug abuse. So really, there, there's like 20 people in or Arizona. Or just doesn't have regular bowel movements. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mean, that's the real that, that, that could be one of the hardest parts. You know, you'd have a perfectly healthy person. They just, you know, it's a, their, BM, their schedule is all off. All right, plowing ahead to the next one, Cam. Mike Tyson is making pot edibles in the shape of... Of a bitten ear. Pot edibles, shave a bitten ear. Of course, uh, Mike Tyson bit, uh, what is it, Vander Holyfield? That's correct. And their 1997 WBA heavyweight championship. Yes, the rumble in the jungle. Uh, we no. all remember the thriller in Manila. Nope. Oh, it's the only two boxing events I know. Um, well, I would be, so I guess, I, I guess to me, either these gummies are... They're the shape of an ear that's bitten off, or is it the shape of the part of the ear that was bit off? Um, uh, I guess those would be the two things. I bet the ear with the chunk ripped out is a little thing. Uh, they're probably red. I hope they're colored in a way that like implies that there's blood. Uh, but really, like, did Evander Holyfield sign off on this? I mean, in theory, or like, I'm not a lawyer uh, by any means. But that that seems like a direct. It's his likeliness, right? It's literally a Vander Holyfield's likeliness being sold as a pot gummy by Mike Tyson, right? Like the joke is only there because he did it to his ear. So uh, I hope this, if this is the case, I hope they're both making some cash on this. You know, maybe other athletes can take the same. You know, um, Anderson Silva. Um, pot gummies shaped like a leg wrapping around somebody else's leg because you have a compound fracture. <laughs> you know, I hope other people kind of uh, go up on this. Um, so I'm going to say this is a headline. This is a headline. Um, now, we can't have much details on who is getting the cash, but that is questioned in the article, whether Holyfield does get some of it. Um, but we don't really know at this point. What we do know is that there was a tweet sent out from the It's Tyson 2.0 account with a picture of the ears with the piece bitten out of them. So not the piece itself, but the yeah. piece bitten out of them that are red gummies. Cool. And the tweet says, holy ears, they're finally here. Go get Mike Bites now. <laughs> okay, I am glad that it is the piece of the ear and not the ear yeah. with it. Because, uh, you know, I th part of the appeal would be I want the gummy to be what Mike Tyson felt in his mouth. Correct, yeah. After he bit that man. And yeah, Anderson Silva, if you want that as a freebie, take that. Take that one, you know? Um, uh, we have Daniel Cormier um, pot gummies in the shape of a big finger going into your eye. Any of these sorts of things uh, all work, I think. All right, hit us up the next one. Hey, Cam, I go in here for you. Uh, headliner asked nine, student suspended from school after saying that a special needs student was, quote, built different. Oh, boy. Yeah, this one gets you in hot water. Um, 
you know, it's one thing after the guy runs through 12 people on the football field and no one can touch him. He goes, he's built different. Um, some people take that the right way and be like, wow, what a superb athlete that Noah can knock down. <laughs> and then some people take it as that's fucking horrible. And you can't say things like that. Um, I mean, I trying to look at it as the positive way, uh, built a little bit different, just built different. Never tell you the story about the one time I thought my juke was built different. Told Shannon that as I'm about to pull out and go, don't worry, we're not getting stuck. Jukes built different. And it got stuck five feet outside my driveway. Um, <laughs> In a snowbank or something? Oh, just the, like one of those crazy snowstorms yeah, they had where yeah. the, the road wasn't plowed. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess we're not driving. And then neighbors are coming out pushing it. I'm like, not built different. Built very much the same. <laughs> built the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one's definitely a headline. I I hope it was in good intentions. I'm sure it was, but it's a pretty funny story. <laughs> Cam, this one is asinine. I made it up. Ah, that's a shame. That's a, that's a fun headline. I, I thought about it in the shower, and I was like, I I, was, I have to write this down. It was uh, yeah, that's a classic. Thank you. All right, Cammy boy, dentist found guilty of damaging patients' teeth to boost profits. Yeah, this is um, uh, gaslighting your patients, right? That's really what it is, right? Or I know, I guess, I guess it's way more than gaslighting your patients. Um, yeah, you know, the doctor giving somebody the the wrong medication, so they keep coming back. Or the dentist uh, screwing up people's teeth. Yeah, so I, it's been a while since I've been to the dentist, longer than I like to admit. Um, but you would have to think, like, I wonder what a dentist could do. To, uh, to, to to like make it a problem, you know, like what are they just not cleaning your teeth? Are they not filling your cavity? Are they just not rooting your canal? I wonder what the thing is, uh, because if the doctor was like going in there or the dentist was going in there and just like jabbing the shit out of your gums, and then the day later you come back to the dentist, you're like, my gums really hurt, and there's blood coming out of them. Uh, <laughs> like that one feels a little too on the nose. I really want to see what this dentist did to make it, like, have to have his patients, like, damage your teeth. I don't know what that means. Uh, so I'm very excited to hear the story. So I'm going to say this is a headline. This is a headline where a Wisconsin doctor, uh, out his name, Scott Charmonley, 61 years old, is convicted of five counts of healthcare fraud and two counts of making false claims about his clients. Uh, now, what he was doing was... It's a capping scheme. So I don't know if you ever have like a cap on top of your teeth, but therefore when there's some kind of breakage in it, some kind of cavity. And what he was doing was, let me just find it here, um, breaking the tooth or putting damage onto the tooth and then therefore taking an x-ray of it, sending it to the insurance companies uh, as the before photos to justify the crown procedures. His ins his revenue went up from $1.4 million to $2.5 in one year by installing over a 1,000 crowns. So, yeah, pretty fucked up. And now he... <laughs> so much money. Yeah, so uh, he could be going to jail for like 30 years for this. Yeah, insurance fraud is a big... Uh, it's a big one, folks. Big don't, no, don't no. Don't fraud your insurance there, people. You can try. Kikam, I've got your last one here for you. Headliner Ass9, man crushed to death by bulldozer while using a porta potty. 
Man crushed to death by bulldozer while using a porta potty. Yeah, I mean, porta potties get they they're built different, Cam. <laughs> these things can <laughs> these things can take a beating. I've hit so many with trucks uh, course, when I was well, working. You're the porta potty man. You're porta, uh, the you're king. The, you're the shit king of Aaron. Is the what shit they, king of Aaron right you. here. Yeah. You're, you're listening to him. Um, yeah, those things can take a beating and just keep coming back. Uh, whether it's the insides or the outsides, these things have seen it all. And they're pretty easy to fix. It's just kind of four panels. So I'm going to go ahead and bet that the uh, person hit with the bulldozer didn't really think twice and thought it'd be funny to crush one of these things until someone was inside of it. And bada bing, bada boom, that prank is, it's not blue sauce coming out of the toilet now, it's red sauce. So what, what is it going to be? That's a headline, yeah. <laughs> there you go for you, Cam. This one is a headline here for you. This story out of Florida where a 40-year-old man named Aaron Henderson was crushed to death while working his shift at his local landfill. So he was working um, that day as a spotter on the site, uh, which is somebody who provides traffic control for incoming and outgoing dump trucks. Uh, towards the end of his shift, um, workers were putting away their equipment, shutting down for the evening, and a bulldozer started driving up an embankment to park for the night. But the front blade was elevated too high and blocked part of his view. When he reached ground level, the driver turned the machine, uh, like turned off the machine uh, when he heard a big crunch <laughs> and noticed that he had gone right over top of a porta potty, uh, which uh, he wasn't even aware was in the area. The man immediately exited, ran towards, and to see if anybody's inside, and you bet there was. Uh, saddest part is the guy, uh, Hernandez, he only been working there for a few weeks. Oh man, that's sad. Crushed, well, uh, and just uh, he apparently was not built different. Whew, that's a sad one to end off there. Sorry, Cam. Cam I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, mm. sad shit happens in the world. Thousand, thousand ways to die. That one's going on the episode. Exactly. Yeah, getting crushed in a porta potty, peeing on an electric fence. It's all there. Yeah. Check out watch uh, watch Spike TV. Um, uh, this I got, Friday. I got a, I got a peep for the week, Cam. Okay, Cam. Uh, so final segment shows wrapping up here. Shows closing. So let's give you a little plug it or shrug it. 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 Yeah, a little little uh, shrug it here, Cam. And we already went into this about roundabouts. Um. Roundabout drivers with pedestrians. Stop being so afraid of every car on the road and realize that people do have to cross at these things and they have the complete right of way. <laughs> I have had so many times where cars will make direct eye contact with you and fly by and you're sitting there going, I have full right of way here and you're, you're going to kill someone this way. But people are so goddamn narrowly focused on like, oh, I don't know how this works. Uh, that so many people are hit a year in these things. Um, <clears throat> be fucking aware. Pedestrians have the right of way walking. I live right by one. I live by like 10. Be aware. We have the right of way walking over the cars. That's it, Cam. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I love one thing I love about the plugs and shrugs. Uh, when you plug something, we're we're both always so happy. But then when we shrug yeah. it, it just kind of ends up to this little so mad. this little yeah. sixty second Lewis Black moment where we're just screaming at the world. Uh, Cam, I, I I've been real negative for the past few weeks, but I'm going to continue to shrug. Cam, this is something you and I have talked about before. Targeted ads. 
We've definitely oh, spoken about it before. You and I, um, uh, on the podcast, def- maybe in person, Cam. I think you famously agree that, uh, or you think they do work, and I famously believe that they don't. I think this has gone on record before. If not, I'm saying it right now. So for the past week. I took a record of every single advertisement I got on YouTube to see if they actually line up with my interests of the things that I want to do or the things that I buy throughout the week. A little context on this for you folks. Uh, My YouTube searches are mostly disc golf, comic books, wrestling, basketball, dudes who work out, and then a small section of trashy reality TV, very like bar rescue, ridiculousness, oh, a Maury, small portion. Let's be honest, um, Kitchen a nightmares, small... like that kind of thing. Big air quotes. Big 90%. air quotes. So I'm, 90%. So I'm going to give you a list of everything that was advertised to me, starting with the things that I got once. Cashy, The Bay, Telus, Ford Explorer, Sambuco Gummies, Doing My Taxes, Women's Olympic Hockey, Shreddies, Sport Check, Giraldi Chocolate, Costco, Cadillac, Cetaphil, Enacare, um, Pronamel Toothpaste, Gillette, Old Spice, I use those things, Nissan, Pass- Nissan Pathfinder, Hershey's Cookies and Cream, Inavanka, which it turned out is a diabetes drug, Oxfam, Buckley's, Football Helmets, a Ford Edge, Ghostwire, Mercedes-Benz SUV, Nissan Trucks, Type 2 Diabetes. Those are I was at those I got all those advertisements once. Wait, you got an advertisement for type two diabetes? An advertisement for type two diabetes. Go talk sorry, to your daughter. Do- doctor, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not kidding. I had to record all of these to see how implica how 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 directly they imply my life. Here's the thing, Cam. Here's the thing. Maybe you I have say type two these aren't things I'm buying. That's why they're pitching them to you because they're like, we got to get this guy buying these. We got to get type this. Two di- we, we need this guy buying type two diabetes. To talk to his dog. So one thing I can tell, they know I don't have a car. That's why they're trying to sell me Nissan trucks, Mercedes Benz SUVs. They're trying to sell me Pathfinders. They're trying to sell me Ford Explorers. Hey, I get it. They know you stink. That's why they put Gillette on there and toothpaste. Here are all the things I got advertised for twice. Uh, we have CAA, BMO, Dairy Queen, Grammarly, OLG, Lint Chocolate, Eggs, Advil, and Milk. Uh, eggs, Advil, and Milk, baby. <laughs> Th- those ads certainly work. I um, well, I Life Brand Advil, but you know, is it's, that the uh, Holy it's Trinity? Cam? The same. Eggs, Advil, eggs, Advil, and, Advil milk. and Milk. Uh, hang- it's the hangover cure that we've all been waiting for. Um, okay, now finally, the ones I got advertised for three times. Um, I got advertisements for International Women's Day by Infinity, uh, an iPhone, the province of Ontario, and Gran Turismo 7 for PS5. I guess I How live. How many of those did you buy? Well, I guess I week? live in Ontario, so I, I don't know if I necessarily needed it advertised to You're me. Buying. Look at that. And, you already uh, moved there. And an iPhone, I already own one, so Boom. they already got me. And finally, the advertisement that I got the most in the past week on YouTube, I got it four times, was for Giuseppe's Pizza. The shitty frozen pizza you put in your See, oven. I and never always, get that one. I haven't bought a frozen pizza in six years. Probably hmm. four years, maybe. I don't get it. I don't get how these ads. I feel like there's so much more potential if they if they were pitching to me like audio shit. I feel like I'd be way more inclined to see it. Now it's in my head. Now I want to buy it. Or like new comic books that are coming out, disc golf shit. I feel like there's other things that they could be pitching to me 
that I would be like, oh, now that I'm seeing it a bunch, now I want it. But like, I can see a Mercedes-Benz SUV advertisement now I want. I'm not buying a Mercedes-Benz SUV, Cam. Yeah. I'm buying a Porsche Cayenne. Cayenne. Uh, so that, that's that's my big shrug. Uh, folks, let us know. Tucson at gmail.com. Do your targeted ads feel directly targeted to you? Uh, and if they don't, do you feel like uh, a certain level of sadness because your Google doesn't know you the way that Google knows other people? And that you're shut off from the world. Let us know. Tucson at gmail.com. That's all we got. Beautiful. Uh, nice work. I didn't know you watched that much YouTube. That's a lot of that's a lot of ads. Mo, mo, I, most of the time, it's two ads per thing. Oh, you're right. You're right. I, I often get two. Um, so I I was waiting. I spent I definitely spent a lot more time watching ads this week. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, in a 30 minute video, you can get six, eight ads sometimes, right? So yeah, good point. Good point. Um, well, that's all the time we have here today, Cam. Um. Good show. Great show. Good job. Great show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. TucsonPodGMall.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. Of course, um, the uh, Two Season of Pod Invitational Tournament. Yep. Uh, get your applications in now because the inbox is overflowing. Yeah. And never forget, people, yesterday was the first day of spring, which is called the Vernal Equinox. I'm Cam LeClaire signing off. Take care, folks. Talk to you soon. Continuing tonight on two season of pop ninety six point seven on your two season a pot, 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 two